Welcome to another edition of the Y-Pod, where we highlight everyday Wyoming leaders. This episode features a conversation with Alicia Roan from the Child Development Center. We talk about things like how she thinks about being present in her role, creating a culture of trust, and how she makes decisions. I really hope you enjoy listening to it even half as much as we enjoyed recording it. Here we go with Alicia Roan. My name is Alicia Roan, and I'm the Executive Director of the Child Development Center. Thank you for doing this, Alicia. Yes, I'm excited for it. One place that we might start, you were actually born and raised here in Wyoming. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about the Alicia story? Yes. So I was born in Moreland, Wyoming, and I grew up between Casper and Cheyenne. I went to elementary school in Casper and graduated from Cheyenne Central High School and then went on to the University of Wyoming, which I loved. The university is great. You had lots of different reasons you liked the university. Mm-hmm. One of them was the Greek system. Yes. Could you talk a little bit about your experience there? I was um, part of the Greek community. I was a, a Kappa. And um, it was just the highlight of my college life. And just thoroughly enjoyed being a part of the sorority and living that life. I think it was great because it offers a little bit of discipline and teaches you, you know, how to migrate with others in the social life. And I just kind of took on a leadership role with the sorority. And I was president of the sorority and president of Panhellenic, which is kind of over the Greek system. And I loved it. And then my senior year, I got the award of Greek woman of the year. I think just because I was so involved and I I loved every aspect of that life in college. From a leadership perspective, if you look back on your activities in that that world, the the different roles, most people in college are certainly not playing those types of roles. How did you think it prepared you or what did you learn from it? What did you take from being in those leadership aspects of it? It definitely prepared me for when I graduated. It was kind of out on my own in how to work with others and take others' opinions into account, even though, you know, you're just in college dealing with social issues. We actually had a a very random case that happened in college where one of my sorority sisters was, was raped and we had to deal with that and working with, you know, the president of the university and the media and everything surrounding that, which is heavy for a college student. I wasn't prepared for it in any way, but having worked with the dean of students and the women in my sorority and the women that part of the hierarchy of the sorority helped me to kind of learn how to deal with those types of issues. Or, you know, one of my sorority sisters was walking across um, Greek Row and fell and cut her arm open on a grate. And it just cut her arm open completely and she was in shock and had to take her to the hospital. It's just things like that where it is heavy for college, but it also prepares you for what's coming in the outside world. Educational in all kinds of ways. Yes. Yes, very much so. The academic aspect, I was surprised to hear what you studied when you were in college. Yes. So I got my degree in child psychology. And then I also got my communications degree because I took four years of sign language. And I just happened to get the degree, my second degree, based on my sign language, which I loved. And my teacher was deaf and 
I got to learn so much being a part of that and at the same time gained a second degree, which I wasn't really planning on. So it was awesome. And then after college, some people who graduate from the University of Wyoming go far afield. Um, others stay here in Wyoming. Where did you go after college? I decided to spread my wings and go out of state, and I went to Boise, Idaho, and I spent 10 years there working right out of college. I was a general manager of a hotel, which is crazy. You know, I'm like 22 years old, and they're trusting me with this 101-room hotel. And so I did that, and I volunteered for the hospital there, St. Alphonsus, and then they recruited me to do their marketing and foundation the hospital. And so I did that and loved my time out there. Boise's a great town. When you came back here, you also worked in the foundation for Wyoming Medical Center. Yes. What is it about that aspect of foundations? Because you've done it a couple of times. It's actually part of the rest of your story too. What is it about foundations being involved in that that you find appealing or satisfying? I think you're just creating a better good, right? For everybody. Healthcare, you need. It's a must. I think something that I enjoyed raising funds for and marketing was healthcare because it's a necessity. And same with here at the Child Development Center when I became the development director and was starting an endowment. What happens here is life changing. And that is what I can get behind and raise money for because you're just impacting people's lives. And so that's why I definitely enjoyed it at the hospital and then being here. Before we dive deeper into the CDC, which we'll definitely do, there was only one departure from that typical career path <laughs> where you started your own business. I did. So I think everyone has this dream of having their own business, and I just kind of wanted to do it. Thankfully, my husband supported me in that, but I decided I had had one child of mine and was going to have another one, and I just kind of wanted to take a leap and do something fun. And so I opened up a baby boutique in downtown Casper across from Blue Taverns, and it was called Pumpkin's Baby Boutique. And it was fun, and I enjoyed putting myself into that. But then after like two years of working in the store and sitting behind the counter, I was bored. And I'm the type of person that has to be putting my mind to something at all times. And so I kind of handed off the store to my sister. And decided to get back into what I love doing, which is the philanthropy work and making a difference in people's lives. And so the position that you picked up at that point was? So then I picked up the position of development director of the CDC. And that was doing a lot of their fundraising and marketing. And they wanted to start an endowment to make sure that, you know, the CDC was taken care of well into the future for the interest of that endowment. And so I did that and worked with the foundation board here. And we had a goal of raising $6 million and we're at $4.5 million, which is awesome for the CDC. And so I, I just, um, yeah, jumped into that role. And about a year after I'd been here, the executive director decided to kind of resign and go take on different things in life. And, and so I moved up into the role. Of executive director here. What was it about the role that you found interesting or appealing? For me, it was just the difference that CDC makes in the children's lives that we serve and the families as well. I think that was the top for me is if I can 
you know, become the executive director and make a difference here at the center and touch the lives of those we serve, then that's my role. And that's what I want to do. And so that's why I took it on. And not only that, because we had a great leadership team that I knew would be backing me, amazing board members. Whenever I look at a job, I always look at who's the board because that's important because that's who I'm going to be reporting to. And we have just a great board of directors here. And then the employees, the staff, sometimes you take on a position and it's, it's a mess and you have to kind of reorganize and things. But, but here it, it wasn't that way. It was easy to kind of come in and, and the top thing was making this position my own and making some change. And I guess that change for me was being more present and involved with the children and families we serve. If you could talk a little bit more about that in terms of not necessarily your involvement, first of all, but uh, I certainly as a citizen, I would drive by this building probably hundreds of times, maybe even thousands of times over the years and had no idea what happened in here. Could you talk a little bit about what happens inside the walls for people who haven't ever been inside CDC? Yeah. So I think CDC is the best kept secret in Casper. It really is. And until you come in here and see kind of the magic of what happens in here, do you realize like it's truly an amazing organization. CDC serves right now about 445 children with special needs and 135 children without special needs. And that's from zero to five. First, they come in and get a development screening, which we do about 1400 a year. And if they show any delay in their development, the kiddos then will come in and provide speech or occupational therapy or physical therapy to hopefully get them to reaching their developmental milestones again and prepare them for what's to come, which is the K-12 system. And so we really work with them on that and providing them preschool and just overall a hands-on experience for both the children and the families. And we see miracles happen here. Like I was telling you, we um, saw a little girl that actually pedaled the tricycle for the first time ever down our hallway. And it was just a moment of cheering and excitement. And we see kids that take their first steps here or kids that maybe have never spoken a word before speak their first word. And it's just um, definitely life-changing. And that's, again, one of the main reasons why I took on this position, because we help and support children's lives and give them hope in what they're dealing with. And some of them, it could just be as simple as, I need help with speech. Or it could be, I need the gamut of services because um, I'm having to deal with this syndrome or this diagnosis in life. And that's what we do. Great cause. Thanks. Amazing. You move into the role of executive director. You're not only, they say, you have the magic wand, you can change anything. You've got the magic wand, you've got the, the crown. How did you think about that new position when you first came into it? Did you want to make immediate changes because you'd already been here a year? What, what were you thinking moving into that role? I think the first and foremost topic top of mind was just to be present. Present in everything that I did. Present for the children, present for families, present for staff. Um, I knew that's what I wanted. And to break down you know, some of the barriers and change the environment a little bit to make it my own. Um, 
which I think we've accomplished in the past two years. I have an open door policy. Anybody can come in and talk to me at any point in time. And the same with the directors or the leadership team. We've just kind of broken down walls with employees and those barriers to really move towards a very trusting environment and create this sense of team. Because we're all here for one thing, and that's making an impact on the kids we serve. And to do that, we have to be cohesive. And so I wanted to set that precedence from the top down, I guess, to just be present and be involved and go and sit in a classroom or go have snack with the kids and and let everything else kind of fall by the wayside. Because if we're not loving on those children and making an impact on their lives, then we're not doing our job. I always say everything else doesn't matter. That comes first. And that's what I wanted to create. And it shows in the environment you've created. When you walk into a room, there isn't a sense that things have to change because the boss walked in, which I think is part of the atmosphere you're after. Yes, very much so. And I think with the leadership team as well, I always pride myself on my leadership team because, you know, I have five directors that I work closely with and we may not always agree, but when we walk out the door, we agree. That's very important to me. And I take all of their opinions into account when I'm making a decision or creating change. And I think that has helped us as well, overall, create the positive environment that we have here. That executive team, there haven't been any changes on that team since you joined. Mm -hmm. So you took a role where you didn't pick any of the players that you had on your team, so to speak, your direct reports. How did you think about that process of working with people that you hadn't interviewed and hired and groomed? What was your thought now that you moved from a peer role with them to a, now you're their boss? They very much wanted me to move into this role, which was great. I had their support from the beginning. Um, But at the same time, I wanted to hear, you know, what went well in the past and what didn't go so well. And so that I could keep that top of mind in working with the team in this role. And I very much put my staff and them above me. Because without them, there's not going to be a great CDC, a great place to work. And so their thoughts and their opinions, I always take into account before creating any type of change here. And I think that's important because as a leader, you just, you have to hear the voices of your staff and directors or whoever reports to you to be able to create positive change. And so I think that has helped in building like this trust circle between us whenever we meet. And we meet every week. I think that's important too, is just touching base, feeling the climate of the directors and what they're dealing with. So at the same time, I can support them in that role. But it's taken a lot. I mean, it's been two years. And I think now we're finally at the point where I can't imagine my leadership team without one of these directors. And I tell them that all the time because we're so cohesive that bringing on somebody new would definitely rock the boat. I just, I really appreciate them. And I think that's what's so great about CDC and such a positive environment is because it is top down and we treat ourselves equally to the staff. The idea of working with your senior team, taking their opinions into account how else do you make your decisions? That That's one piece of it. Do you tend to make decisions quickly, slowly, based on your gut, based on data? How do you, how do you decide finally what you're going to do? Well, so I definitely take 
all opinions and take account from our board of directors. They are great and they pose questions that, you know, maybe I haven't thought about. And they, we talk through the positive and negatives with any change or decision. The leadership team, I really think put my staff first and how they would react to a decision made. Um, and then I sleep on it. I think that's the best thing you could do is just sleep on it and spend, you know, a few days really weighing out the decision and then, and then make it. Like don't draw it out. Either you're in or you're out. And that's how I am. And so I usually make it. And then that's the course we go. One of the bigger decisions that you've made was an expansion of not only services here, but in a way, a, an expansion of the mission. It's also a great way to talk about some of the things you're excited about in terms of CDC that people might not know are coming or have started. What are a couple of the things at CDC that you're excited about that are on the horizon? So we decided to open CDC Plus about a year and a half ago. And I remember walking down the main hallway and I saw this therapist and the mom just crying in the lobby. And it was because this little girl had turned five and was going on to kindergarten. And they were exiting off of the services because once they turn five, we kind of leave it up to K through 12 for their education and development. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, well, well, why is this? You know, why can't we continue to provide for the kids that we serve past the age of five? Even if they're in K through 12, they could still get outpatient physical therapy, speech, occupational therapy, etc. And so that's kind of what where CDC Plus was born off of that experience and wanting to provide the continuum of care for the kids that we serve. And so, again, it was asking the board of directors, you know, forming a committee, talking through all those steps talking with the senior leadership team, discussing with staff. And then we just kind of took the leap and decided to acquire a therapy business here and start CDC Plus. And it's been a great venture. (laughs) Actually, it's something that we now had to change our mission to be able to serve kiddos from zero to 21 years of age because at 21 is usually when those special needs children graduate from um, high school. We started with providing physical speech and occupational therapy outpatient. And then I just kind of listened to families and what their needs are. And we were hosting an audiology clinic here about once every six weeks, just for two days, where an audiologist would come in and see kids from around the area. I begged the question, well, why are we doing this every six weeks? in partnering with the Wyoming Eddy program, which is the early hearing detection program for the state. And we kind of both brought our heads together and thought, well, we can have a pediatric audiologist here at all times during the week and just have the clinic here. And people could come from all over. We have a sound booth. We can fit hearing aids. We can do any kind of diagnostic testing that we need to for audiology. And so we decided to open up audiology, which has been awesome. And just the stories from that are so huge because any newborn that fails their hearing test comes to us and then we do further diagnostic testing. So that's been great. So then as I was kind of milling around in and out of classrooms and talking to families about, oh, their child is a picky eater or my child's overweight or my child's not gaining weight. I decided to hire a registered dietitian to work with families on nutrition issues because with kids with special needs, 
they have so many texture issues or sensory issues or even, you know, my three-year-old is a picky eater. And so I wanted to hire a registered dietitian to support families even more. So that's a lot of change in the past year and a half, but it's been great change and positive outcomes for CDC and supporting our families and children with the things that they need. And so I think that's the basis off of every decision here is, okay, what's going to impact the children and families that we serve for the greater good? And all of these decisions and things that we've done support that. A last question for you. You could be doing all of this in a bigger market. You could have stayed in Boise, which is a bigger market. You could have gone to a more metropolitan location. Why do you choose to do it here? Why in Wyoming? Well, I chose to stay in Wyoming because Wyoming's fabulous. And we don't realize it until we're here. And I think I realized it when I grew up here and then I moved to Boise and I wanted to come back home and I wanted to raise my family here because of the sense of community and that the great school system that we have and the safety that we have here in Wyoming for my my kiddos. And it's not a big city type of upbringing for children. It's very small town, community feel. I know my banker. I know my doctor. But I get to go out to dinner and see everybody I know. And I, I love that. And that's what's so great about this community in Wyoming. And we take it for granted, right, living here. Because while we get a ton of snow, and that kind of sideswipes some things, overall, it's just a great place to live and a great home for families. Well, thank you for what you and your team at CDC do for the community as well. Well, thanks, Eric. And thank you to Elevate Wyoming for supporting me in my role and my leadership team. And we just really appreciated that. And if anything, that's what people need to invest in is their team and learning new ideas and having these conversations with their staff. And, and I really appreciate you supporting us in that.